0: The Jesuits and spiritual directors of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center invite you into prayer. As we begin our prayer time, we pause for a moment, rest our bodies, and sense God's loving gaze upon us. God is here, inviting us to be still and know that I am God. ask God for the grace to recognize that God speaks to me in my heart. If I discover my own deepest desires, there will I encounter the one who loves and is creating me. From Psalm 42. As a deer longs for flowing streams, so my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and behold the face of God? Contemporary voice is George Aschenbrenner. A constant refrain running through the whole of the exercises is the invitation to pray for what you desire. Praying for what one deeply desires is never easy. It pushes us into a place where a serious conflict is raging for us all, a conflict sometimes not acknowledged but always crucial to our true identity. To discover what we deeply, truly desire forces us to wade into a swamp of needs, expectations, demands, casual wishes, moods, obligations, and much more. Your deepest, truest desire may coincide with one or another of these interior experiences, but will always cut deeper into your heart than any of them. True desire is fire in the heart. But, rather than simply dancing on the tips of the flashing flames, it quietly burns deep in the white-hot coals. These deepest, truest desires constitute and reveal a person's core identity. Let these words sink into your soul. reflection is from former Ignatius House staff member Father Peter Fink
1: well our time for prayer today is about desire not wishing and certainly not about wishful thinking but deep down human desires the desire expressed in Psalm 42 the yearning of the human heart to meet the God who creates us. And the desire that is named by Father George Ashenbrenner, a desire that constitutes and reveals who we really are. We are a person created by God. We are a person even now being created by God. Well, the desire of which we speak is really about a meeting point between you and me and our Creator God. It's about God's desires as well as our own. Of course, God has desires for us, which is why we were created. God has unique desires for each one of us. They are part of our DNA, so much so that if we did not reach out towards them, the action of God creating us would be thwarted. And you and I have desires as well, deep desires, but reaching down within ourselves to find them is not, as Father Eschenbrenner notes, an easy task. Deep desires can so easily be thwarted by lesser desires, Some of which are fine, if we don't take them simply as that's all there is, and some of which are not fine, and if we choose them, they will lead us away from the desires of God, not towards them. You know, many times, while giving a retreat or during spiritual direction, someone will ask, what does God want of me in the days ahead? And as they ask it, it's as if there's some deep revelation that has yet been spoken outside of themselves that they have yet to hear. But my answer is always very simple. What do you want? What do you really want? That's really the only question. What do you really want? Look at the possibilities in your life and see what gives you joy. Imagine what it would look like to choose in that direction. What are the things in life that keep you from going in that direction? And as you imagine, is it enough? Or is there something even deeper that your heart longs for? Keep looking, but always look within yourself, for that is where you will find both your desires and the desires of God as they meet. Now, there are many places in our Christian and Catholic tradition that point us towards the desires of God. And one of my favorite is, are the words of St. Paul in 1 Corinthians about love. Now, they spell out what God desires for each one of us. And if we listen to them deeply, we will find... God present and inviting us forward. I know you will remember them because they are so frequently proclaimed at weddings you may have gone to. Love is patient. Love is kind. It is not jealous. It is not pompous. It is not inflated. It is not rude. It does not seek its own interests. It's not quick-tempered. It does not brood over injury. It does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. Love hopes all things. Endures all things. Love never fails. It's almost poetic. Unfortunately, Too often we let those words fly by, perhaps afraid that they might cost too much if I pay too much attention to them. But in the journey to be patient, for example, or kind or not jealous, or any of the other invitations on how to love, that is where you and I will meet God. They're not just human bits of advice, not just human resolve, Being patient or kind or honest or gracious are those points of contact where God is present meeting you, meeting your own freedom, allowing that wonderful reality of your own creation to unfold a bit further. You know, another place are the gifts of the Spirit which truly identify how God within each one of us is at work forming and shaping us. All we need to do is to listen, be open, and say yes. These virtues tell us the tale. Be wise, take time, be not shallow or superficial. Seek to understand yourself and others, and not be judgmental or unfairly critical. Be open and empathetic and caring as you or others struggle through the paths of life. Be brave in speaking of Jesus and of God's love. Be humble and honest before God. We have in our Christian tradition signals of the opposite as well what Ignatius calls inordinate attachments, but more usually are the seven deadly sins. These are the opposite of God's creation, and to choose them instead is to thwart the meeting point of God's desires for you and your desires for God. For example, pride fills the spot. How often we tend to think, oh, how important I am, or just the opposite, how worthless I am, without getting to the deepest sense of I am what God makes me to be if I allow God to work with me in doing that. Followed by greed, or carelessness with love, anger, overeating, jealousy, laziness. These are the demons that threaten our journey to be human, our journey to meet the God who creates us. You know, if you take this journey seriously, you will know why Father Aschenbrenner says it is never easy. <clears throat> and let me quote him. It pushes us into a place where a serious conflict is raging for all of us. To discover what we deeply and truly desire, forces us to wade into the swamp of needs, expectations, demands, casual wishes, moods, obligations, and so much more. Yet at the same time, the journey through them all echoes Psalm 42. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I meet and behold God? face-to-face. So, here's the challenge for all of us. To look deep within the human heart for a word that is both our own, our own deepest desires, and a word that is not our own, God's deepest desires. For deep within the human heart, you and I meet God and learn again how the desires of God and our own desires meet and join together. That is God's creation of you and me. That is our embracing of God's creation. And that is where you and I join with God as God creates each one of us every day. So peace be with you. It's been good to be with you.
0: Speak to God in these final moments about whatever is stirring in your heart. Our closing prayer is adapted from John Bloom. Whatever it takes, Lord, give me delight in you as the greatest treasure of my heart. Whatever it takes, Lord, align the desires of my heart with yours. Whatever it takes, Lord, increase my awareness of my dependence on you in everything. Whatever it takes, Lord, teach me to discern good from evil. Whatever it takes, Lord, keep me desperate for you when I stop feeling my need for you. Whatever it takes, Lord, discipline me for my good so that I may share your holiness. Whatever it takes, Lord, increase my resolve to do your will with obedience and love.